At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Welcome to the Relationship Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Rachel Vanderbilt, and I'm providing advice backed by relationship science research to help make your relationships healthier and happier. In today's episode, we're going to talk about cheating, cheaters, and relationship implications for these behaviors. A listener recently reached out with a common question. Is it possible to trust again after your partner has cheated? Is it worth trying to repair the relationship? And while this is a common concern, there unfortunately isn't a very clear answer because this issue is so complex. So to start, let's talk about how prevalent cheating is today. Infidelity is not an uncommon behavior. A 2021 survey found that 46.1% of people in seemingly monogamous relationships have reported cheating on their current partner, and in a given year, nearly 2-4% to of spouses report having cheated on their partner, according to one study. In data from 2018, men were more likely to report cheating on their partners than women, and people older than 55 were more likely to report cheating than their younger counterparts. It is surprising, however, given how prevalent cheating is in relationships, that it's nearly universally considered unacceptable and inappropriate behavior. There are very few people who believe that cheating is an okay thing to do. Perhaps the biggest complication to providing a solid answer to this listener's question is that cheating is a fairly broad term, and different people have different thresholds for what behaviors qualify as cheating. When we enter into a relationship, we form a sort of contract for behaviors that are unacceptable or acceptable within the confines of that relationship. Sometimes these contracts are negotiated explicitly, while most times people prefer to adhere to broader social expectations for relationships. For example, when people start exclusively dating, there's an unspoken expectation that we won't have romantic or sexual relationships with other people. One study asked people to rate different behaviors based on whether or not they thought that the only explanation for that behavior would be that their partner is cheating on them. The specific examples they were looking at took place between their partner and a member of the genders that their partner were attracted to. 13 behaviors rose to the top of the list with a greater than 50% chance that their partner had to be cheating if they engaged in them. These behaviors included the obvious, such as having sex or taking a shower together, but also some less obvious behaviors like staying in the same hotel room, forming a deep emotional bond with someone, and spending lots of time together. Borderline behaviors included going out to dinner with that other person, receiving a call from them for help with their romantic issues, or sharing secrets. On the opposite end of the spectrum, some behaviors that had no indication of potential cheating included receiving a call when a person was upset about work, giving that person a quick hug, or lending them $5. 
If someone has cheated in the past, does this have implications for cheating in the future? In a longitudinal study that followed participants and their initial partners for five years, researchers asked participants to self-report their own infidelity, as well as perceptions of their current partner's infidelity. People who had cheated in one relationship early in the study were three times more likely to report cheating in a subsequent relationship later on in the study compared to people who didn't report cheating in that initial relationship, meaning people who cheat once are more susceptible to cheating in their next relationship. And after cheating has occurred, research has found that there are many deleterious effects on the remainder of the relationship. People who have been cheated on experience poor physical effects, mental health issues, a reduction in their relationship satisfaction, an increase in the likelihood of relationship dissolution, and sometimes an increase in the likelihood of domestic violence. Beyond the obvious potential consequences for having been cheated on, it's easy to fall into poor relationship behaviors such as obsessive social media monitoring. The less a person finds in a person's social media or phone, the more they feel that their partner must be hiding something from them. The absence of evidence is an indicator of guilt instead. People who know about their partner's infidelity are more likely to perceive future infidelity, both with that partner or with future partners, even if it isn't actually happening. Some of these consequences and a person's ability to forgive will depend on the manner in which they find out about being cheated on. And there are four manners in which a person can discover the infidelity of their partner. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Yeah, the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation. The first is through unsolicited admissions from their partner, which is when their partner who committed the transgression tells them about it without prompting. The second way is through solicited admissions, when the partner who cheated admits it after being asked outright by their partner. The third way is being caught red-handed, in which a partner finds their partner in the middle of committing unfaithful acts. And the final way is through a third party, where someone outside of the partnership lets a person know about their partner's cheating. One study found that people who found out about their partner's infidelity by their partner coming forward on their own volition still experienced a decrease in relationship satisfaction, but that it was less severe than finding out through other manners. Those partners were also more likely to forgive their partner than were those who found out in other manners as well. And the worst outcomes occurred for people who found out a partner's infidelity through a third party or by being caught red-handed. So should you forgive your partner? Well, 
there are a few questions that you should ask yourself as you consider whether or not to forgive your partner. The first is, are both you and your partner committed to your relationship? If your partner made a one-time mistake, that's very different than if they had a long-term affair. And in thinking back to the time before the infidelity, did you feel totally happy in your relationship, or were there other issues simmering? Both of you need to make a conscious effort to move forward wholeheartedly and put in the effort to make this work if you're going to choose to stay together. The second question you may want to ask yourself is, how much have you invested into the relationship so far? This consideration could be based on money or the amount of time you've been together. It may involve whether you have children together or have shared assets together, like a house. Are you married or otherwise legally bound to one another? Or are you dating and unbound? These are all considerations you may want to think about as you make this decision. And the final question I would ask you to ask yourself is, has your partner apologized and made a plan to move forward with you? An apology with no plan or a plan with no apology are not recipes for success. Your partner should express regret and acknowledge their behavior. You together need to come up with an action plan for moving forward. How will you work to rebuild trust? How will your partner modify their behavior to reduce the likelihood that this will happen again? How will you both work together to set your relationship up to succeed from this point forward? Ultimately, there is no easy answer to this question because everyone's situation is different. The majority of people who find out that their partner cheated will wind up breaking up or divorcing eventually. Without effort from both partners to mend the relationship, it will be very difficult to move forward. And this effort should involve some sort of formal couples therapy to work through these complex issues. The reality is that there are so many reasons a person may choose to forgive their partner and to try to work through it, particularly if they're married, with children, and shared assets. If you are otherwise unattached or in a fairly early phase of your relationship, cheating doesn't bode particularly well for the relationship foundation that you're setting. So the answer is, given your situation, do you feel that your relationship is something worth fighting for, or do you feel that it might be time to move forward? Relationship Doctor is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Relationship Doctor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a message at 813-397-8165. Be sure to tell me if it's okay to use your voice on the show. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.